What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to another edition of Turned Out a Punk. I'm your host, Damian Abraham, and once again I'm bringing you a conversation with someone who grew up listening to punk, may or may not still be involved with punk, but had their life changed by the genre in a major way. And today on the show, we finally made it happen. It took took some effort. I'll get into that in a second. The young punk sensations, the Linda Lindas, are here on the show. That's right, the whole band for a short, chaotic, but awesome conversation. More on that in one second. But first, if you want to get in touch with me, head over to the email address, turnedoutapunkpodcast at gmail.com. That is run by my brother and show producer and guest booker extraordinaire, Tristan Abraham. Tristan, thank you for everything you do for the show. I really do appreciate it, buddy. And I love you. And uh, Tristan will get the message to me. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Damien. There is a YouTube channel and a, a TikTok for this podcast uh, for, for this podcast now. Those can be found at Turned Out a Punk on YouTube and TikTok. And there are some videos that have been posted on there that go through some of the archives of the show and take some of the great stories that have been shared with me over the years and give them a short video form. So if you have not seen those, go over there and check them out. I also play in a band. We are called Fucked Up. We have a brand new record out on Merge Records called One Day. You can find out more information over at fuckedup.cc or you can hear it wherever you listen to music these days or grab the record wherever you grab records. And we we have announced a bunch of tour dates. We're coming with some amazing bands on tour. Restraining Order, Dark Thoughts, and we're it's going to be a fun tour. You can find out more information over at fuckedup.cc about all of that. Okay, on today's to today's show. Sorry, I'm very tired. As you can tell from my voice being a little bit shot, I just got off a short tour and uh yeah, burning burning the candle at all ends right now, but you know, that's what you that's what you want to do. That's what you got to do to get this podcast to you. Anyway, today on the show, the Linda Lindas are here. That's right, not one, not two, not three, but four of the, well, the four uh, of the teen punk sensations that first went, I guess, viral with their 
hit racist, sexist boys and now have a incredible poppy, fantastic record out on Epitaph Records. The record is called Growing Up and uh, both the singles off it are, are great and yeah, a, a fantastic band. And that is no surprise because as you are about to hear, these aren't just some kids that heard about this stuff on TikTok. These are kids that were were born into this and have been involved in this far longer than their young ages would suggest, for the most part. But you'll hear all of this in one second. Uh, as I said off the top, this took a while to come together because the first time it was supposed to happen, just as I was about to get on the phone or on the, the Zoom with the Linda Lindas, all the cell phone service in Canada went out and they were left sitting there waiting for me. So apologies to them again for that. But here it is. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the Linda Lindas on Turned Out a Punk. Recording in progress. Recording in progress. Recording in progress. <laughs> Thank you so much, Linda Lindas, for being here today. This is a, a huge thrill for me, and we have had to battle technology to make this happen, but we did it. Punk beat technology. Well, this is, as I say, a big thrill for me. Everyone in my family is a huge fan of you. Like, I've got a bunch of kids and my (laughs) wife and myself. So everyone in the family is very stoked that we're making this happen. But I got to start this off the way they all start off, which is asking you how you got into punk. But because there's four of you, uh, normally I get people to pick a number, but we'll just skip that part. Why don't we just go down the line? Why don't you just introduce yourself and say how you got into punk? So, uh, should we introduce ourselves first and then say I got punk? Well, you or introduce yourself and then say, oh, you individually got a punk? Or, you know what, yeah. you know, we'll just experiment. It's an experiment on this. Yeah, yeah. nice. Cool. Okay. Eloise, turn. Um, my name is Eloise, and <laughs> I kind of I kind of grew up, like, around punk, you know? My parents were always taking me to shows, and, and we were, like, constantly making mixtapes and listening to records, and I think that um it it was just something that was a part of how I was raised like um and I, I I'm so lucky you know um I think that I really I think that where it really started to sink in that it was like something special was that was when uh I think live shows are just so cool like uh there was a point where we were we were going to see the adolescents in Channel Three a lot. Like they were playing a lot. And it was like wow, like the energy is just so cool. And like there were trash cans flying everywhere, you know, in the pit. And like uh, I think Big Drill Car played with them, and Frank got hit in the head with a beer can on his birthday. And but also like getting to know them as people, you know, like punk is kind of like it's the people on stage aren't they aren't on like a big pedestal, you know, it's like, it's like they're, we're, we're all like the same level, you know, or so, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, it's, the barrier is not as big, you know, and, ah, and I think that, how old are you? Just like put it in perspective. I was like, zero, maybe, I don't know, but, (laughs) But also, you're going to cooler shows than I went to, and, and you know, I'm a lot older but, than you, right there. And that's three bands I do put on a pedestal, right there, too. Yeah, and you know, like, like I don't know, 
um, Tony is just so sweet and like getting donuts with him or he or you know uh Steve Soto he played these benefit concerts that that we kind of grew out of um and he has like the prettiest voice but the fact that he does what he wants and whatever it's just that's what punk is you know and I think that yeah I've said I've rambled a lot about that sorry okay <laughs> it shows all about rambling so anytime you want to ramble feel free that's, that's cool okay or or sorry also also like people like alice bag or frank you know like also um playing those those shows that we kind of started playing um same music in chinatown and i think that the way that they use their music to like make a statement you know is so cool like how alice bag and frank their music is not only it, it not only sounds really cool but it has such such a good message you know it's such an important message and it like feels important when you're listening to it and it's like wow it you can make something so ugly into something beautiful you know Mm -hmm. and I think that that's a big part of punk too just like kind of taking in your surroundings and making whatever making beauty and community out of it you know Absolutely. And when I think the, you know, Alice Bag, when she was on the show, talked about how inspired she was by you and by your band and how, you know, and Toby Vale, too. Like, there's just sort of this idea that this is like a continuum and this is bigger than just a bunch of bands that are playing together. This is can be something inspiring for another generation. And then in turn, that generation can re-inspire the people that <laughs> inspired it. Yeah, that's it's so cool how like punk is kind of it's like a legacy mm-hmm. and it's and, it, and not, not like in a daunting way just like in a in a in a sense that like we, we all are going through experiences but because we have this community it just it's about like having fun and making the most of what you wouldn't have um thought you could even make the most of you know it's it's like about just being creative with things that you um creative with opportunities and taking advantage of all these different beautiful things in life i mean yeah i love how i love how punk also it's not just it's not just like watching you know and and like consuming you know it's 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 participating Mm -hmm. and like you know making zines and starting your own band or or just putting making friends you know and it's like i feel like uh it's like an active thing you know it's not just your culture something that you're watching it's it's something that you're part of and i think that that's so such a such a cool thing to like feel like you're part of something you know yeah like i think it's really hard to think of another music genre where a group of people could be like we love this thing let's try and do something unique in it and then be a band and just be taken seriously like and this goes back to the very beginning i was talking to steve mcdonald from red cross today and he was 11 when he started playing in a band like there's a tradition of this being a place where young people are taken seriously and and given voice or they take voice you know and and have a voice yeah absolutely so uh, i guess next on the line how how'd you get into punk I feel like I'm a relatively new um, punk human. Um, so 
I feel like being in this band has exposed me a little bit more to punk because I didn't necessarily grow up listening to punk. But we've met a lot of people along the way, which is cool, and I've learned to love it. You know? Well, that's the thing. No one's born into it, right? Like, and I find, you know, I've had people on this show that didn't get into when they were 40 or 30, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, who can compete when you're seeing Channel 3? at like zero <laughs> years old to 10 like they're really know, and this person they learn how to count listening to the remotes like like what i mean like that's like so punk <laughs> like i mean like who can compete with that you know no one can right that's the thing about this it's it's yeah. that's the best thing about it is that no one has the authentic experience because we all make what we want out of this thing i love that that's so cool yeah. Uh, and how about how did you get into punk? Um, my okay, my dad has like been in music. He, he was in like punk bands um, and other types of bands. I don't know, just like when he was in high school, in college, and um, I guess I just grew. Up, and he's he's he also worked with a lot of punk bands too. He's like he's a producer and mixer, and he works with them. And so I just grew up um, with music as a career path in mind, I guess. Um, and I just like the combination of knowing what's possible and also being around, um, just like being around that kind of culture because we would go to shows together a lot. Like I, I also grew up going to a lot of the same shows she did. Not not as many, but a lot too, just not as much as a lot as she did. <laughs> um, my bad. Um, no, I think that I, I, I really, I don't, I don't know. I can't really pinpoint a time where I like first heard the word punk or when I first realized what punk truly means just because I felt very like and you out know, like different types of music culture and different types of um uh, uh different different community stuff and I I just think that um I I just really started getting into it and like realizing how special it could be when I started going to Chinatown shows um, because I it was about like because like okay so so at every show her her dad who who like put them on he would he would talk about how all the bands were doing it for free like they were they were playing music because they wanted more people to play music and that is just like ultimate like DIY culture DIY you know it's just like doing it yourself, but like for other people, that's just so special. And I felt like that is something that is so admirable to be a part of. And, and, you know, we did it too. And it didn't, it didn't, and when we played on that stage, it wasn't like, oh, we're just doing the show for free for this. It's just like, no, we, we just wanted to do it because it's just like so fun. And that's how we started. That was like our first real show. And, I think that just like playing more songs, we would just play like punk covers 
these like broken down kind of very simple covers of songs that we just chose because we liked them. Um, it would just be like, it, it would just, it just really shows you the value when you, when you play live music, that it's not about, it's not always about how much technique you have or how much experience you have. It's really about a really like free type of energy that you have with the audience and with each other on stage. And that was when I really, it, it, it clicked slowly because um, I didn't, I had to kind of build up confidence in order to like really, really feel like myself on stage. Mm-hmm. But it, I always felt like I belonged on stage. And that was like a really like welcoming experience, especially when our first show, like, I was back in the audience. She called. She called for an encore. Like I remember her. I remember exactly like what she was wearing and <laughs> what was happening. Um, and I know I've watched video. We did not like. We sounded. <laughs> we sounded not that great that day, but it didn't matter because everyone was just cheering us on because they were having fun and we were having fun and, and it was, there were like cookies and that was the best part. <laughs> That was the best part, you know? Yeah, and that's, it's so, it's so cool because punk is like, it's all about supporting each other, you know? And I, I think that that's just really great. And also those shows, they were like where the old Hong, near where the old Hong Kong cafe was and stuff. And it's kind of cool how, how I was kind of around that culture because I went to school in Chinatown and, um, and like one of the parents at my school used, her dad used to um, own the Hong Kong cafe and she would like work the door and stuff. And oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And it's just like kind of funny how, how these two cultures that I'm like sort of a part of, they kind of intersect there, you know, like maybe, maybe they don't really cross over that much, but there's something there. And it's just, I thought, I, th- I think that's pretty cool too. <laughs> well, absolutely. Well, that, that is like, you know, tons of people that come on the show, like that neighborhood, obviously, with Madame Wong's and Hong Kong Cafe was like so key to the development of that music and those venues p- providing bands with a place to play. Like it wouldn't have happened without those stages. A lot of people have told me. Yeah. I don't want to make this about your parents because obviously you don't want to talk about your parents, but we do talk about parents a lot on this show and being a parent. You have some pretty cool ass parents. Your, your dad played an FYP, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, that is sick. <laughs> we're we're kind of lucky we're, we're all kind of lucky to have the best parents so yes we all have very good and they're all so supportive of what we do and like we're so grateful for that you know it's funny like seeing them in the audience though what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co <laughs> well it's amazing because they've like you know like normally there's that thing that people talk about like the, the shock to their parents when they're playing in a punk band but you know they're they're they're, they're equipped they knew exactly what to expect at the shows <laughs> i was just gonna say they they encouraged it they told us yeah do it just like do whatever you want you know and i think that's so cool yeah. no it's awesome and one of your parents did giant robot magazine yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, both of my my parents actually worked on it. 
That's amazing. That's one of the greatest publications of all time. And and reading it, it's funny because, you know, there were obviously tons of punk references, but it's sort of this idea that like where you take the punk rock energy, like where do you take the zine energy to the next level? And it was like, but it's awesome because there's like a generation still carrying on. And I, I have one last person I got to talk to about punk. How did you get into punk? Um, my story is very similar to hers because we're sisters. Yes. Um, I mean, I grew up like we would listen to some punk bands um, growing up. And so it was kind of like always there like it was present but i don't know if it was like i don't know it didn't for for you sorry i don't want to speak i just i was gonna say like i do think like it's interesting like how you, you don't really realize how much or i didn't really realize how much it had like punk had impacted me until i started like recommending bands to friends but he realized like just how many of those bands were punk bands you know what i mean yeah yeah i've been trying to get my kids into it you know i play in a band i sing in a band and i've got a 13 year old a 10 year old and a seven year old and the seven year old seems to be the most receptive so far but i don't know what i'm doing wrong but they want nothing to do with what i'm involved in They're going to have a lot of records to deal with when I die that they're going to have no idea what they are. <laughs> well, um, Scott, are there a lot Scott of kids your age? Sorry, I mean, cut off. Sorry. I was saying that, like, it's, it's really cool how there's a lot of, like, accessible music these days. And just, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's really cool to see how, uh, how music is being influenced by that. But that's different. So, it's also interesting because like you know outside of yourselves who who are schooled by like punk you know people going to punk shows like a lot of times i'm finding there's just not a lot of genre for kids because it's just on spotify now there's a lot more free flowing of information than there would be when you were trying to listen to cds or trying to buy a cd to listen to and it feels like you know, there's not as many kids that would be just like going to punk shows necessarily as just maybe picking up on a punk song that they heard or a riff or they they heard and trying to do that. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, it's 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 a lot more surface level too, I guess. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. It's like you you know a little bit about a band, you know, like one or two of their songs. Um, unless you're really into them. But if you're not really into them and you just know a little bit, um, that's great, you know, but like it's, I think it's, from what I've heard, I wasn't, I wasn't in this time, but what I've, from what I've heard from this time, when you buy a record, it's like, and you listen to it over and over again, that's when you feel kind of like part of the music. Like, like when you listen to a song on Spotify, it's not like you're really like, it's, it's not, not ownership, but like, Buying a record gives you a little bit of um, this is mine. Of yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, it's like part of it's like part of your collection, you know, mm-hmm. and that's really special. Um, but um, yeah, and you get to like really get to know you. You read the you read the minor notes and everything. Yeah, the inserts and the you learn the record label. Oh, that's right. 
No, but, yeah, I, I agree. With, oh, I mean, calf, sorry. Oh, you're good. But also, I think, like, a woman that's, like, now in the old generation <laughs> is, I think that it was kind of cool how, like, I mean, not, I mean, it's also really cool that now you can, like, any, you know, you're not defined yeah. by, like, what you listen to. But I think it was also kind of cool that, like, you know, the, the punk was hung out, like, hung out <laughs> together, you know, or, like, yeah, um, I, feel like, I feel like people are more loyal. Or we're more loyal, and I just, I feel like you're just more be, like, devoted to something, you know. And I feel like now we're just kind of like all over the place. Yeah, right? it, like you're not, you don't have. It's like family. You know? I mean, there <laughs> but still it, are people like that. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that there isn't. I think it was, it just so cool that was like everybody, you know, like you had your family, you had your people, like your music, everything. But also now it's kind of cool that it's all over the place. You know, it's cool that that people can listen to whatever they want and everything is like so accessible and it's so easy to listen to music, you know? And I think that that's cool. You yeah. Know? You can just listen to whatever you want, like at the, at the set your fingertips, you know? Absolutely. You don't have to like go out and buy it or, or how do you hear about it? It's just like everywhere. You I know? think that's what it makes. It's just it's just different, you know. It's it's not like better or worse or anything. Yeah. Just saying, yeah. we're saying that like new music, it's like be- because music is so accessible, then the music that's coming out is going to be more informed. Hopefully, is the mm-hmm. the goal. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully, we are making um, better and like cooler and just more it more influences means better music. I feel like like yeah. when you listen to music more and you listen to more types of music you're going to be like a a better musician i think i my opinion yeah i think you're right like i think that's the you used to have to be so devoted to your genre because you were paying money for those records and there was like that like you were saying there was like an investment in that artifact or that that thing and so you had a little more devotion to try and appreciate it to make that who you were as a person, whereas now it doesn't feel like you have to let your musical taste be what defines you as a human being. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it's cool that like people would go like, like would just dive into something, and be weird, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like we're yeah. just so used to like getting everything now that it's like not as, as like, I don't want to say like precious, but you know, there's something like special. There's something special about music that creates community, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I don't know, I just feel like it, it's, it's like, you know, it's now, now with the phones, it's like, it's not as special <laughs> when you buy a record or buy a CD or a cassette, you know? Um, yeah. Or like, you know, having to like, save up your money so that you can buy a, an album, right? And like, now, like, it's just like, it just, I don't know, it's like, it defeats the purpose of like, <laughs> working so that you can like, <laughs> You know, because it's like fun at the end of the day to have a goal, mm-hmm. and I feel like a generation is not. <laughs> also, but also on the other hand, like maybe now, now it's like a lot. It's a lot easier to to be really into something. You know, like like it's a lot. You can you can access stuff to be super into easier. Like you can just listen to as much as you want. You know. Yeah. And so there's like, yeah. It's it's just different. It's just yeah. It, it seems like now it's a choice. If you want to be into something, you can choose to be deeply into it. Whereas I think when I was growing up, you kind of had to. 
Because there was like, mm -hmm. if you're going to be into something, you're going to have to spend all that money to get those records. You have to mail order them sometimes. And it feels like now, yeah, it's a lot, it's not easier. I, I get both what you're saying, because I can see both sides of this thing. And that's why I'm fascinated, just as how it shifted. Because it's not better or worse. It's just so different. And that's why I think it's so cool about your band is because you obviously exist very much in the new world, but you come from this deep, deep roots of the kind of old world punk stuff in that too. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's so cool how like <laughs> punk was created and had like a, and it has had a purpose and there, there are musicians that kind of have defined the punk scene. And I think, What's amazing is that they created this scene that is still going on today and still thriving. Um, and, 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 and I think it's so funny when, when people are like, oh, punk's not dead. Oh, punk, punk is like re reliving, it's, it's coming back. I think, it, I, I don't know, it, it never really went away. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just like, it's like always, always it's always watching us no sorry <laughs> i don't know what, i don't know why i said that sorry <laughs> i meant i just no yeah but there's there's like so many old punkers like mike watt Alice, i know who who are still doing it you right. know and then there are a bunch of new musicians you know like we just met destroy boys so cool. or or you know it's just or city true we just played yeah. or we just saw them and it's so cool how there's like old stuff and new stuff and it's just there you know it's always there you know what's cool is Ellie's, Ellie's and I were going to um, be singing with uh, Penelope Houston uh, and the, the Avengers when they're op opening for X, hopefully, yeah. So oh, that's awesome. So we're excited for that. Yeah, well, that's and what you're saying is is true. It's kind of like this Neverland thing where, you know, when I first got into punk, there was this guy Amons, and he was in his late fifties, and I was like, you know, fifteen, and he was he'd give me records, and we trade records, and there was something so innocent about it that just is only something that could happen in punk in a way where there's mike watt who's in his 60s i think approximately like you know but still thinks what you're doing is important and still it has importance to what he does and i think that's the cool thing about it we're all feeding off the same energy and we're all part of this thing for life yeah 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 absolutely like spike jones took the photograph on the second fyp seven inch he took the front cover photograph Oh really? Yeah, like I didn't know that. Yeah, so there's like Spike yeah. Jones connections right there too. Like it, it really does. It's all connected. It's all connected. Yeah, it's everything cool. You know, like from Odd Future to Bikini Kill, like all of it can be connected back to punk in some way. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Do you feel like are, are there other kids around you that are getting into this stuff? Do you feel like there's a a resurgence in in punk among people your age? Because it feels like it feels like the scene yeah. needs that. Um, okay, so I feel like with like TikTok and stuff, I feel like people are rediscovering older things or like even like fashion trends, that kind of thing. You know, like the 90s is like a thing and 2000s is like a thing right now, things like that. And I feel like that's helped to like people in one are more confident, it seems like. And then it, it like brought back all these like older musicians, not even that, they're not that old, they're only like. 15 years old or so but like always pretty the, old <laughs> but like you know like all these like musicians and bands and stuff and and you can really see how 
like how you're saying everything is related, like, you know, like fashion and music and photography, like all that, you need all that, you know, like, I don't know where I was getting with that, but, but I feel like nowadays, like, like, like with the resurgence thing, it's like all the things, these things have already happened in like older times and we're just repeating it. (laughs) Which is really cool. No, no, no. But this is what I'm saying is that it's really cool because the things that our parents did, we're doing them now. Yeah, and like, I think our generation is so lost that like we needed that, you know, <laughs> like we needed music and stuff and like uh-huh. to be yeah, like right. in something and to be like really intri- interested and stuff. And I think that's helped. So right. like, even though TikTok is so addicting and so annoying, I think it's helped for people to like, <laughs> actually be interested in like the pandemic helping for people to be like creative again because people are were not you know for a bit like mm-hmm. we were so like involved in other things that like you know that that brought back a lot of like there's, i feel like there's so many more people that are starting to do like their own bands create their own clothes do all these different things yeah and like i think that we need like th- like that's we needed that we needed those expressions and, and, and stuff. And we had to like, try to like look at older things, remember older things to like get to where we are now. Well, I don't want to keep you all night, but you're so awesome. And I want to thank you for everything you've done to inspire bands and inspire kids, because I really do feel like, I don't know, like seeing your band was a real breath of fresh air for, for a lot of people, myself included. And, and, uh, yeah, it's really awesome to see where you take this and where you go next with it. Thank you so much. Thank you. So nice talking to you. Thank you, Linda Lindas, for coming on this show. And they will be back for part twos at some point in the future because I think there's a the, the future is bright for the Linda Lindas. Uh, shout out to Bethany Best Coast and Bob Bruno from Best Coast who are kind of mentors to the band as well. And, and, you know, it's like a family, kind of like a family, this punk rock thing, you know, and, and you're there. They are from legitimate punk rock families. And uh, that is great. You can find out more information about the Linda Linda's upcoming tours at thelindalindas.com. They're playing a bunch of huge shows this summer and festivals and, and a lot. As I said, it's going to be a big year for the Linda Linda's. Check out this LP. It's a fantastic record. All right. On to next week's or next episode of the show. I'm going to try and put it out later on this week. This one was a little delayed because Fucked Up had our album come out last week. But this week, I got nothing to do but get this episode to you. And a couple other things, too. But getting this episode to you is a priority. And that is because this is one of the great ones. This is one of the all-time ones. From the band Despise You, Chris Pessimizer will be on the show. This is a... This was a, a dream episode for me. Shout out in advance to Scotty Karate because Scotty did did a lot to make this all happen. Well, he did. He made this happen. So shout out to Scotty. Also, happy Tank Crimes Day, February 1st. Get online and share some love for the Tank Crimes. And as I said, coming out later on this week, Scotty Karate blessed it, and thus I give it to you. And uh, that's it everyone. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, as always, Black Lives Matter. The lives and issues of Indigenous peoples all over the world matter. 
we need to protect trans kids and help trans people protect themselves and their rights and stop hate and violence towards people of different faiths and different sexualities and different nationalities and just knock all that shit out because that is some fascist bullshit and there is no place for fascism in, in this world, you know, because this isn't political shit. This is not politics. This is human rights stuff. People deserve to live free and this world is hard enough. And so why make it harder on other people? And if there's stuff happening in this world that you are moved by, get involved in organizations that are trying to affect some positive change. I'll also add to that. We need to make sure that we keep people's hands out of other people's uteruses and telling them what to do with their reproductive systems. So donate your time, donate your money, get, in, get involved because you, you know, it'll make you feel better. Speaking of making yourself feel better, Make your own culture. Start a band. Start a fanzine. Yell. Write lyrics. Do something. Because it'll help your mental health. Speaking of helping your mental health, I found meditation helps mine. Breathing helps mine. And that's something I didn't really do till recently. I know some people have been doing it for years. Maybe you're holding out too, so try it. What's the worst that can happen? Speaking of what's the worst that can happen, sign your organ donor cards. Because by the time they come looking for those organs, you don't need that shit. It's just literally dead weight. And I've seen that shit perform miracles. I've seen miracles happen with my own two eyes because of organ transplants. So sign your organ donor cards. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm going to go rest my voice. And uh, I will see you on the next episode. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.